as entrepreneurs, most of us are guilty of having a little bit of shiny object syndrome, which means we're looking for the next exciting project to sink our teeth into. When we have this combination of that mental switch flipping to this business is sold, I need to look for something else. We're putting the current business at risk for a decline because our eyes aren't on it. Maybe we're not doing the things that we have been doing that has made it successful thus far. And we're certainly not looking for more opportunities to grow it even further. You are listening to the Infinite Franchisee Show. I am your host, April Porter. I am a franchisee empire building strategist, creator of the Infinite Franchisee Program, attorney, and an award-winning multi-unit franchisee on a mission to fill the gap between the franchise model and the executive level strategies you need to increase profits, build a team, and scale into multiple locations. Here, we connect every franchisee to infinite possibilities. Hello everyone and welcome to another business strategy lesson here on the Ask April Porter Show. So today what we're talking about is selling your business. And this is a topic that comes up quite often for our infinite franchisees. Why? Why would our infinite franchisees be looking to sell their businesses when our program is all about scaling? Well, generally in about six months time, after franchisees have gone through our program, they come to one of two realizations. Number one, through six months of laying a foundation in your business and really being able to get your employees growing your business for you, you may say, okay, yes, I finally cracked the code and I understand how it's possible for me to manage multiple locations. I'm ready to scale and get my next location. That's option number one. But option number two is that six month mark comes and there is the realization of, you know what, now that I am have been able to extract myself from my business and my employees are growing the business, I see that I'm no longer really in alignment with the way this business needs to be operated or run. Maybe there is a ceiling on the amount of income I can make in this particular model. And now that I know how to run a business, I want to get into something that has the potential for scaling much faster. And that's another avenue that sometimes, or that's another realization that sometimes franchisees and small business owners have at that point in the infinite franchisee program. And when that happens, we have people who decide the best thing for me to do right now is sell this location and then move on to the next level of business ownership in another model or by acquiring a different business. And so the conversation then turns to how do you sell a business? Now that's for a completely different podcast because there's a lot of different factors that go into how to sell a business. But today we're going to be talking about the three priorities, the three things you need to prioritize when you decide to sell your business. And number one is you need to get a valuation, a professional valuation of your business. And the professional valuation is going to come back in terms of what is your EBITDA and what is the multiplier that can be applied to your EBITDA as a list price and as a true a representation of the value your business holds, what it should be listed at for a sell, for a buyer to acquire your business. 
Now, this can be done with a business broker. There are also specialty valuation firms that banks will actually pay in order to do a valuation of your business. And the buyer would need that valuation to actually receive an SBA loan for the purchase of your business. So there's a couple of different ways you can go about getting the valuation. Of course, if the bank pays for it, you're going to have to reimburse them. That would be rolled into the purchase price and either the seller would cover it or it would be covered through the purchase price by the buyer. But the important thing to note here is that the valuation, when it comes back, it's going to give you information, one, about what you can currently list your business at. And you are going to have to decide if you are okay with that. If the answer is yes, your business may be ready to list. If the answer is no, one of two things could be the culprit. Number one, maybe your books just are not in good order for you to really get the highest price possible. So going back to your accountant and, and working with them to clean up your books could actually show reveal some places where there is more EBITDA than you realized and you just don't have your books in good order. So that's one possibility if you're not happy with your valuation. The other possibility is that simply you need to focus on growing the business before you list it. So you might take the next six months, really get clear and focus on increasing the profit margin in your business and raising that EBITDA. And if you put some other things in place, you could also raise your multiplier. So number one of the priorities when you're thinking about selling your business is to get that valuation so you can start to make an educated decision about what you need to be doing in your business between now and ultimately when it sells. Number two is you have to explore and find a way to remain motivated to grow your business. This is actually the biggest threat to being able to sell your business for the price that you want. Most people, once they list that business for sale, even though they're still technically the, the owner, we mentally have a tendency to check out like, oh, okay, well, this business is being sold. And as entrepreneurs, most of us are guilty of having a little bit of shiny object syndrome, which means we're looking for the next exciting project to sink our teeth into. When we have this combination of that mental switch flipping to this business is sold, I need to look for something else. We're putting the current business at risk for a decline because our eyes aren't on it. Maybe we're not doing the things that we have been doing that has made it successful thus far. And we're certainly not looking for more opportunities to grow it even further. So you have to play a mental game with yourself and you have to really dig into how do I stay focused on growing this business? One of the ways you can do that is to select a purchase price that you would like to hit that is above the current valuation. And if you select a purchase price that exceeds the current valuation, then you can set new goals, new revenue goals, and you can create new strategies or not necessarily new, you can execute strategies and, and optimize current strategies to drive towards hitting that goal as you await a buyer. So this, again, I can't stress this enough, this is the biggest threat to your business is once you go, once you decide you're ready to start this, the sales process, taking your foot off the gas and checking out both mentally and sometimes 
physically <laughs> from the operations and overseeing the growth of your business. The third priority when selling your business is to become educated. And I suggest speaking with a broker. Many people are hesitant to speak with a broker because they know that a broker is going to take a percent of the purchase price. And usually that percentage is anywhere between eight and 12%. So if it's a million dollar deal, your broker might take 80 to $120,000 of that purchase price. And people are thinking, I do not wanna give up that much of my purchase price, right? And so many times we don't even talk to a broker because we're afraid of the fees. Remember, speaking with a broker does not mean you have to engage that broker. It is an important step so that you can get information and become educated on the selling process and the pros and cons of trying to sell it yourself. In fact, I would recommend that you speak with at least three different brokers. Why? Well, when you speak to three different people, you're going to be getting golden nuggets of information from each of them that you can use to make an educated decision about which direction you want to go. You will also be interviewing people and discovering which broker, if any, feel like they're in alignment with you and what you would like to achieve in selling your business. And so when you speak with these three brokers, one thing to keep in mind is that yes, their fees are high, but their network is huge. When you try to sell your business yourself, many times it is difficult to find a buyer just because the pool of people that you're talking to that are looking to purchase a business is probably relatively small. Whereas every person they're talking to is potentially looking to buy a business. They have an email list of people that have bought businesses from them in the past that are at investor level and always looking to acquire solid, great businesses. Plus, they are talking right now to buyers, just like real estate agents have buyer clients. When you go to sell your business and you engage with a broker, they may already have a buyer in their pipeline that they can immediately contact and say, wow, I have something that is a solid, really successful, truly successful business that I wanna put in front of you. This is important because your time is the most valuable asset you have. And while you might save some fees by not going with a broker, it's likely going to take you at least twice as long to sell your business. And the average time to sell a business is anywhere between nine and 18 months, depending on the industry and the area in which you're trying to sell your business. So that means it could take you up to 36 months to find a buyer doing it completely on your own. And think about that. When we are already tempted to take our foot off the gas so that we can focus on the next amazing project that we're gonna work on, is it going to serve you to be in this business for three more years? Is your purchase price, does it have the potential to drop by the amount of the broker's fee in that amount of time? The answer is yes, there's always that risk. So the best, ammunition you have against those risks is to become very educated on the process and the pros and cons. So if you are considering selling your business or if you know that the ultimate exit strategy for you and your business is to sell, 
Then keep in mind the things that you're going to want to prioritize that as soon as you decide it's time to begin looking in to selling your business. That's different than the time that you decide to list your business for sale. You should start this process approximately three to six months before you anticipate listing your business for sale. And those three things are one, to get evaluation of your business so you know the true value and what you could list it for. Two, to not take your foot off the gas and to really work to find motivation so that you can continue to grow the business while it is listed for sale. And three, speak with at least three brokers to get you educated on the process and potentially find the right person who can sell your business fast for the highest amount of money. Let us know if you found this episode helpful and make sure to tune in next week as we go over another amazing business strategy to help you reach your swag, sanity, wealth, and gratitude, both in your business and in your lives. Thank you for setting aside time to grow your business and mindset with me today. Every franchisee has a dream to achieve sanity, wealth, and gratitude. And I created this podcast to help you do just that. So if you loved what we covered and you know someone who could benefit from it, I would be honored if you would share it with them. Between now and next time, don't you dare settle for anything less than infinite success.